Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. Hello, hello, and welcome to Last First Date Radio. I am your host, Sandy Weiner. I am the confidence, communication, and love coach for women over 40. And every Tuesday, I interview top experts and cutting-edge authors who teach you how to attract and sustain healthy relationships. Today, I'm excited to be speaking with the senior content editor at Zeusk, Megan Murray, and we're going to be talking about whether data on dating can restore your faith and love. It's kind of an interesting topic, don't you think? So if you're intrigued, stay tuned. I'm going to introduce... Megan in just a minute and um, if you are somebody who is feeling like love happens to everybody but you I want you to know that love is not just for the lucky ones in fact the luck has very little to do with it Um, the reason that people find love has to do with with much more than luck and it's it's really about having the right support and relationship tools because we make dating and love mistakes because of the tools that we have at the time. So the work that I do begins with helping you identify some patterns that might be unhealthy from your past and then learning how to honor and value all of the parts of yourself, even the parts that people told you were too much or not enough, actually, especially those parts, because I believe that authentic deep love comes to those who increase their self love and their self-compassion and reveal their true selves it's not easy for us to do it takes vulnerability and strength but it is essential if you want to attract your right fit partner so every week i bring you a tip on how to be a woman of value and this week's tip is step number 13 which is to love your body as a, as a dating coach who hears from women every single day, the topic of body loathing is so prominent, and it is so important for us to love the bodies we have. And it may not be easy for you, but if you are rejecting your body, how do you expect anybody else to love you for who you are? You know, we are, we're so much more than our flesh and our cellulite and any fat that we may have on our body or any kind of scars or imperfections that we think we have. And actually, like I said before, our imperfections are what, what makes us unique and beautiful. And so one way to love your body more is to thank your body. Really be grateful every day for the parts of you that are working. And so if you take a moment every day and just be in gratitude to if you have hands that work, if you have arms that stretch, if your legs can get you from point A to point B, um, even if you cannot use those parts of your body, but you do have hair, you have nails, I mean, really find the parts of your body and thank each one for what they bring to you. Um, one one more thing before we well actually a couple more things before I introduce you to Megan is um I really believe that this self-love piece is so essential you know whether it's body love whether it's just being self-compassionate forgiving your your past forgiving yourself for things that you've done without 
without knowing better. Um, it is so important to have self-love and self-compassion to be a successful dater. And that's why I created the Last First Date Woman of Value Retreat. And the retreat is taking place November 3rd through the 5th this year in Stamford, Connecticut. There are still some spots open. And if you're interested, just go to my website, lastfirstdate.com forward slash retreat. And uh, it is going to be two and a half days of really unlocking those blind spots that you may have, learning how to identify your core needs and values, learning how to express yourself to men in a way that is effective, and how to set clear boundaries, how to flirt. And on day two, we are having a man panel who is going to come and help you flirt and role play, doing mock dates and setting them up like you would go on a regular date and find out how to do even better. So the last thing I want to just tell you is that we have this awesome Facebook group called Your Last First Date, and it's on Facebook, as I said, and I would love for you to join after the show is over. Come on over. The conversation is positive, supportive, and juicy. (laughs) So I would love to have you join Your Last First Date on Facebook. All right, Megan Murray. She is the Senior Content Strategist and Editor-in-Chief at Zeusk. She splits her time between product management work and writing, editing, and managing Zeusk's online publication called The Date Mix. She also collaborates with user researchers, product managers, and engineers to develop new features and create content that improves the user experience. Join me now for episode number 274, Can Dating Data Restore Your Faith in Love? Welcome, Megan. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? (laughs) Great. I love that intro. It's so true what you say about self-love being very important. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, so many people get it wrong. And in fact, I, I just got off with a client before and she was talking about a guy she's dating who just got into the whole blame game. Um, One of the first things I always want to know is whether a guy has self-awareness and and whether he's done the work. And you don't want to hear about somebody's past, but you do want to hear how they've grown since a divorce or a breakup. And I'm actually in a very juicy discussion right now on my Facebook group about that because I want to know how have you grown? What have you learned? Because that's the key. It's not regret from the past, but... Are we learning? Are we growing? Are we finding new tools? Are we learning that self-love and self-compassion? Because otherwise we just keep making the same mistake and dating the same person with a different face and wondering why. Why does this keep happening to me? (laughs) It's really interesting. We just did a survey here the other day. Um, We asked, like, different men and women if they had advice to give each other what they would say. And a really big one that came up was not talking about past relationships too soon and bringing it up later um, in a more positive way, not to kind of bring those past hurts into a new relationship. It came up a lot. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and, and the main reason for that, what I've discovered, is that you come across as a victim when you start blaming the ex. You know, it's it's all their fault and you're not taking responsibility. And one of the, you know, the core 
qualities that you're looking for is somebody who takes responsibility, who, uh, you know, both emotionally, physically, spiritually, that they, they are a responsible person. So, yeah, it can be, it can really ruin a, a possible great date when you start talking about that, that past stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's cool that you did that study. So let's talk about data, 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 yes. however you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, data data is important. I know that Amy Webb made, you know, the TED Talk about how she used data to, to find her husband. And um, so let's talk about how using data science can make finding a match easier. Yeah, I think one of the interesting things about um what we do at Zeusk and what I do is that um, I work both on the product, like developing the product where people meet and talk to each other. Um, and I also work with the team kind of who looks into the data and tries to find trends and things that are working for people and things that aren't. Um, I'm not quite as into it as Amy Webb is where she had this huge system mm. that actually she, she approached it uh, very scientifically, methodically. Um, uh-huh. And I think that worked great her, but obviously not all people approach dating the same way. Um, Correct. <laughs> but what we can learn from the data is kind of like general things about what like do's and don'ts. Um, it's easy to get too caught up in the data sometimes and think you have to follow every rule exactly. Um, a good example is that um, we found that people who have an animal in their profile photo get fewer messages. I am a hmm. big lover of my dog Sherman and he is going to be in my profile photos like I'm not going to take that piece of advice but anyone (laughs) with me would would obviously need to love and appreciate my dog as well so sometimes you know the advice can can tell you something um and find trends but it's not necessarily something you always want to take um you still have to use your good judgment along with it um it's kind of our point of view (laughs) Well, so like, let's talk about the animal thing for a second. Then I don't want to get off track too far. But, but I think what I see is people who are practically making out with their pet, or um, <laughs> you know, or the pet is their profile picture without them in it. So I think, I think we have to look at it with some perspective. That if every yeah. picture is you and your pet, or your profile picture is your pet without you, or you're <laughs> making out with your pet, then that can be a turnoff, but I do think Definitely. that if a person loves their pet, and I, I have encouraged my clients to include their pets um, in one picture at least, because it is an important part of your life, as long as it isn't your life. I think that's the key. Um, yeah. So you do have to um, find that medium. <laughs> and it gives people something to ask you about. I think um, mm-hmm. a big thing we found is that people really want to know about you and learn about you. So when you're writing a description or choosing your photos, anything that kind of hides who you are, usually you'll see that people get fewer messages. So um, another mm-hmm. example is people who wear sunglasses actually get 63% mm-hmm. fewer messages um, because you're kind of hiding your face and people really want to see your face. Um, also, if there's more than one person in your photo, you get fewer messages because um, people mm-hmm. can't tell that you're you. It's actually 42% fewer messages, so you could see how it would be confusing if you're looking at a good group shot. Even if you look great in it, it takes the person a little bit more time to figure out who you are in the in the mess of people, and they're really interested in you. It's the one time you get to talk about yourself and really showcase yourself. <laughs> 
Yeah, I so agree with that. It's like I, people don't realize that somebody's coming upon your profile for the first time. They don't know you at all. So I see that um, I get I'm just going to bypass a picture with a lot of people. You have to work too hard. So wait, wait a minute. I saw the profile picture. I think that's him in the middle, but I'm not sure. Nobody's got time for that. Too busy swiping, yeah. you know. And it's um, so it's it's that's a problem. What about pictures with um, children with your children in them? You know, I don't have specific data around that, but I do have things like mentioning your children actually helps people out. Um, Zeus in particular has a lot of um, single parents on the app too, so I think people like um, discussing their children and having that out in the open. Um, mm-hmm. And personally, I thought maybe it was something you'd want to like wait to talk about, but act- after looking into the data, I found out that, yeah, mentioning your children right away even, um, people get a lot of response from that. And I just think it's because, you know, people, People like to hear about it, and it's a part of your life. And, you know, you definitely want to focus on yourself still, but um, having mentioning children in your profile and talking about them in messages actually helps people out, we found. Um, Hmm. So I don't have the exact data around the photos, but I would guess it would kind of be the same way. Yeah, I think that's another tricky one. And, again, I think it's in degrees. Mm -hmm. So with with pictures of your kids – I always said, like, if my kids, if my kids knew their picture was up on a dating site and they'd be okay with it, then it would be okay. But if they would like want to kill me for doing it, it would be a problem. <laughs> so I think you yeah. have to be pretty transparent with your children. And and some kids, I mean, I've seen profiles where every single photo is with them and their kids. Um, the oh. thing that it does help with is if you have, let's say your kids are grown and you know that the person you're interested in has young kids at home, then that gives you good information about whether you want to, whether that's a deal breaker for you. Um, or if yeah. you, if having children has been a big part of your life and someone's never had kids, it may really color the way that you connect with somebody. So. I think in in those ways, mentioning children is important. But what I do see, and I don't know if you have data on this, but saying things like, "My kids are the most important people in my life." Um, <laughs> have you? Do you have any data on on statements like that? No, but we should look into that, like how you phrase it, because yeah, that mm-hmm. can make a big difference. <laughs> Because people want to know that you have time for them. Um, you know, uh-huh. we do have things like if you say stuff like busy in your profile, because, you know, it, if you are busy, you want to you want to talk about that sometimes, and you think it might be good to be like, oh, I have a busy life, and that's a positive thing. But people actually see that as, as you not having time for them and not having time to date and invest in a relationship. Um, uh-huh. So. Yeah, I totally hear you on that one. I, I used to make that mistake when I first started dating. I was like, yeah, I'm super busy. And people would say, I don't think you have time to time slot me in your life. Um, and I yeah. was just trying to be like, I'm cool. I have a busy full life. But busy is really a code word for almost like numbing yourself with so much that you that you can't find time for a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's and a, that's it's just a small that thing. That's like an easy use. mistake to make because you're like, yeah, I'm showing off. They're gonna think I'm cool and doing all these things, and it's really they're interpreting it differently. So, yeah, and we have to realize that people are making these snap judgments. It's like you know, see the dog. Oh, you have you know, you're obsessed with your dog. Forget it. Or you're in a group and you have a beer. 
you know, like somebody said to me today that if they see somebody with alcohol in the profile picture, they're going to go move right over it because they don't want somebody who's an alcoholic. I mean, we don't know anything. We're just making up stuff. So, So let's talk about the mistakes that people make when they're setting up their profile. Sure. Um, well, we already talked about some of the photo ones, but another thing is just not filling everything out. So sometimes when you get started on a dating site, you know, you're kind of excited and you want to see everyone and maybe you don't think as much about your own profile and setting things up. Um, but it is um, really important, like, if there's something like a description to fill out, um, if you fill out that, we see that people get 28% more messages and they even get more likes mm-hmm. and more profile views. Um, Other things are if there's, like, a way to verify your account, always do that because that just lets people know that you're, you know, a legit person and that you're invested in meeting someone. Um, I think a lot of times people leave things blank and they think it doesn't matter, but what it's telling people is that you're not putting in as much effort. So we always see Mm -hmm. it doesn't um, kind of matter. Like, we on the site have a thing that's optional where you can describe who your perfect match is. Um, and if you fill that out, you get 31% more messages than the average. So it really makes a difference to kind of complete everything. Um, mm. Yeah. Which is an interesting <laughs> Another yeah. one people no, always I... forget about is that it's good to be um, more positive. Um, if you mention, like, negative things or if you sound um, really unsure, we even looked up, um, like, if you use words like maybe or I don't know when you're describing yourself, um, you'll get fewer mm-hmm. messages. Um, so keeping things honest and, and being really confident, even if you're writing out your description, really helps. Um, yeah, also, um, mentioning things like laugh um, or even that you're healthy, <laughs> saying that you're healthy gets 17% more messages. Um, lots of things like that are kind of the more things that can help you out, whereas um, anything that kind of hides you, even um, wearing a hat in your profile photo, that also gets fewer messages. Um, It's kind of funny, like the little things you wouldn't think about. You love that photo of yourself, but it's actually, you know, you're not being shown as much. So um, little things like that sometimes are the mistakes people make without realizing it. Yeah, and somebody, my client this morning said she had met this guy who was wearing a hat in every picture, and <laughs> most of those men are bald. And it's like, just take the hat off, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or or they don't disclose their height. Um, and yeah. or I've had I had a guy once years ago who only had a a picture from his like torso, like his shoulders up. And he was wearing a black <laughs> turtleneck on a black background. <laughs> I had no idea oh, no. what his body looked like. And, of course, he was quite overweight. And had I known in advance, it wouldn't have been a surprise. But I think when we yeah. don't, we need to sometimes ask. But it's like a lot of effort to be asking. Like, so how, what yeah. do you weigh? Um, that's, we don't want to do that. And Or how tall are you? Like in... in um, in the dating apps where you don't fill out things like that, there's very little information. I've yeah. started asking, you know, so a woman's got to prepare her footwear for our date, so can you tell me how tall you are? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think there's, you know, there's a way to do it, but it's it really we don't want to work so hard. Um, so the hat. So some women actually get a lot of likes for having, like, fancy hats 
I have seen that. Um, and even oh, my client this morning, I was she she's on uh, she's on Zeusk and a couple of other sites, and her photo with sunglasses got more likes than any other. It was oh, it was a healthy photo. It was like a triathlon. <laughs> you know, she had just finished a triathlon. So I think I think it it got the likes because of that. Um, oh, and she cool. looked healthy, yeah. and she looked happy, but she did have sunglasses on. So, well, that's one too where it's a very specific event, right? So she's going to find people who are interested in the same things and are um, really active, and it, it's also a conversation starter, right? People can ask her about that, and they can start a conversation that way. A really um, good thing that like women can do um, to kind of help the men out a little bit. I think one of the realities of online dating is that the men are still reaching out um, and making that first contact and initiating a conversation more often. And a lot of the times if you have photos where something you're doing something specific like that or even mentioning like asking a question in your profile of someone like what's the last race you did or what's your favorite book, if you give um, – a question like that that the man can like reach out and ask you it, it makes it much easier for um to get a conversation going instead of it is always kind of awkward when you're like hi hi how are you how are things going and <laughs> it's definitely hard on the guys out there <laughs> to try and start these conversations and get women interested when they probably get so many messages so little yeah, things like so that can generic really there's just so much generic and um morning as I was looking at this profile that this woman had rewritten after I wrote her profile a while ago she shortened it to like three lines and it was so (laughs) generic and and I said you know if you came across this profile that said active engaged in life adventurous you would know nothing you know about you because it's not specific enough so so what are some other things that successful profiles have in common um, well, that's great advice because a, a big one is being specific and talking about details. So, um, for example, saying something like, I like cooking um, is really vague and generic, but saying, like, I have a great recipe for uh, spaghetti, like, what's yours, or or something, or saying why you love cooking, you know, like, um, I love being in the kitchen, it makes me feel at home. Um, things like that tend to do a lot better than the really generic stuff. Um Another one is, um, you were kind of mentioning earlier, the guy who you couldn't really see his body, um, having a full body photo, um, at least one. It doesn't have to be your main profile photo, but including one, so people can really get a sense of who you are, kind of for the reasons you said, you know, you want to be prepared, you want to, if you're a woman, you want to choose your footwear, and if you're a man, you want to, you know, you know how to see the person. Um, That will get you up to 203% more messages, so that's like one of the biggest things you can do. Um, wow. is just adding that full body photo so people can really see you and get a sense of who you are. Um, cool, that's a lot, and I think a lot overall, more messages. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. That was one of the bigger ones we were surprised to find out. You also get more responses to your messages. So if you reach out to someone else um, and they come, you know, one of the first things you probably do is if someone sends you a message, you're like, oh, I want to go learn about them before I start you know, dive into the conversation so I have some things to say, um, you also get 33% more responses to your messages by adding a full-body photo. So mm. it's kind of, kind of crazy. <laughs> it's 
Yeah, I, I think when people think that people are hiding things or they're scammers, there's so many there's so many fake profiles out there, um, and that people just stop trusting that people are real. Um, you know, they start looking for what's wrong. So it's there's if you just do some of these things, you're going to get more responses. You're you're really revealing more about yourself and showing mm-hmm. yourself to be more unique. And um, so these are all great tips. Yeah, um, and you'll really stand out more too. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's another thing is um, sometimes people are afraid to like if you're a little weird like be weird because those are the things that um, attract people. It's the things that make us different. Like you're not on a dating site to be the most popular person. Um, You're not there to be liked by everyone. You're there to find the person who's going to be good for you. So sometimes Mm -hmm. I I do the same thing. You have this tendency to like want, you know, want everyone to like you and to attract everyone and to be a general, like more pleasant person. And, but if you say things like, you know what, I'm, I like staying in on Friday nights and I like watching horror movies or something like that. Those little details that really make you, you, they may turn off some people, but they're going to bring you closer to finding someone who like really values you and um, really kind of fits you well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, and I think it, it's like you're you're also trying to be more selective so you don't attract everyone. I think these generic profiles are like, uh, you know, everybody falls into the net. And then it's like, I, you know, there are women who are in my Facebook group, for example, who just date randomly. They'll just pretty much date everyone who they connect with. And then they're burnt out and they get off online dating. So it's it's really important to be selective and to stand out as who you are, really important. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, so when, you, when you're looking through profiles, like what are some of the things that make people stand out and be the most desirable? Hmm. Um, I think a lot of it, we, so one thing we did too is we looked through, um, we have this thing called perfect match on our site where people fill out like kind of who they're looking for. And one thing we found is the most popular trait, the word that gets mentioned most often um, for women is honest. And um, the second most popular is fun. For men, it's actually just flipped. So for men, the most popular trait with someone's fun but number two was honesty. So you kind of want to have, I think, people across the board. I mean, it's kind of one of the things to go back to the topic, like how data can make you um, believe in love again, is that everyone is really looking for, like, someone honest and real, and they're looking for that genuine experience. So I think the dating profiles that tend to stand out more are the ones where you, you feel like you have a real sense of this person or a look into their life, and they, they open up a little bit and be real. I think um, – I think that's what everyone's really looking for, kind of like you were saying earlier. It's it's it makes you stand out against fake profiles, or um, it just really helps people get closer to you a little bit faster when when you open up about something. And it doesn't have to be like this deep, huge thing. You can just talk about something you're passionate about. Maybe it's art or movies, or maybe it's um, you know the hike you went on last weekend. But things like that really really kind of cut through. Um, the the static out there and get get closer to who, the meat of who somebody is. 
Yeah, no, that's really, really important. And, you know, all the people who like to uh, feel just as comfortable in a little black dress as, as a <laughs> pair of heels and a pair of jeans, it's like, uh, you know, if I read that one more time, I'm going to puke. Um, it's, it's just people have no idea how generic they are. They think they're really being completely um, vulnerable and out there. And before I even started doing this work, I had a friend who was dating online, and her profile was, was like the most bland, generic thing. And I said, this doesn't tell me anything about you. And she said, well, I don't, wanna, I don't really want to put myself out there. It's too scary. And I said, but you're hiding. Like you're going to attract garbage. You're going to attract generic. And she did. She attracted a lot of like icky men. And then I rewrote yeah. her profile for her before I became a coach. So it was like... You know, really, she's married now. She's happily married and attracted oh, an amazing great. guy who was attracted to her for her, who she was and how she stood out as a unique person. Um, so, uh, just as we as we finish up here, is there anything else that you want to say to singles who want to restore their faith and love through through all this data? What what's the biggest takeaway you would like them to have? Um, I think the biggest takeaway, um, also because we just did that other survey, is that there are a lot of people out there who who are probably just like your listeners or the woman you were just describing, that they are scared too and they're, they feel vulnerable too and it's hard for them to put themselves out there. Um, I think that we see that both men and women feel that way. Um, and being open-minded and reaching out to people and, and just honest about who you are from the beginning and kind of going in into things um, with a positive attitude, hoping for the best, I think is the is what's really going to help you. Because there are people on both sides who are scared or they don't want to be hurt again. Like everyone has had good and bad relationships in their past. And, and remembering that the people you're talking to have, have those types of experiences too, um, I think will make – the experience better for everyone just going into things like it's good to know what you want but also keeping an open mind and being open to new people and experiences Mm. great great advice Um, I think people come in with unrealistic expectations and they get burnt out so quickly because their hopes are dashed they you know they believe that somebody is something they're not when they don't really have any data to back it up so it's just important to be open and to be positive. Yeah. And the fact is, it is new people and experiences. It's not, I'm going to meet my special forever love every single time I go out. It's going to be that. And if it's not that, then it's a disappointment. It's There's so many other ways to look at this whole dating experience. So, yeah, that's a great way to approach dating. <laughs> yeah, I think, Sometimes you know, think I know I used to be the, the one. <laughs> Yeah, that that used to be me for sure, and I was disappointed all the time. Or somebody would set me up, oh, my God, like in my 20s, you know, set me up on a date. Are you kidding? Like you really thought I would work with that person? You don't know me at all. But <laughs> instead of like, thank you, that was very kind of you to fix me up. And unfortunately, we have nothing in common. But, you know, I actually, you know, now if somebody would do it, I would say, I appreciate it, and, you know, here's why it didn't work. So if you have somebody else in mind who's more like this, that would be a better match for me, you know. So you got to really yeah, educate great. people also, and you got to know yourself <laughs> and be able to 
to know what you want and need. Um, yeah, so let's let's talk about how people can find you guys and learn more about all this fabulous data. Yeah, so um, we have a site called The Date Mix. It's an online publication where we put all this stuff out. So if you want to read the surveys we just did where men um, give the dating advice to women they, they wish they knew and women share the dating advice they wish men knew, um, it's at zeus.com slash date hyphen mix. But if you just Google date mix, um, Zeus, you'll find us as well. Um, but, yeah, that's where we have all the information. And we're always happy to help people out. There's a lot of different experts like yourself on there, so hopefully you'll write for us in the future too. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Well, thank you so much, Megan. This is really, really interesting stuff, and I think that uh, our listeners are going to really appreciate having the data to support um, to support how they can be more successful at dating and finding love. So thank you again. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening in today, and I hope you all go on your last first date very soon. Have a great one.